0: We're back. The Whiskey Hue, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, tech, and side pieces. (laughs) Not that type. We're talking sports, e-games, cannabis, without the bullshit, and most importantly,
1: over whiskey. America calls Clyde Black, Athul Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the confusing middle. But we're (laughs) we're three dudes, various shades of brown, bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups, mixed with a ton of of sarcasm. Cue the music.
0: And we're here today and it's a, it's a crazy time. We are in the middle of the coronavirus fiasco pandemic, whatever you want to call it, but the markets have gone to shit. <laughs> and simple way to put it <laughs> Simple way to put it it's be Take your money and run And as a fool say This is where the wealth is created Yeah coming out of this In a couple of weeks We'll we'll get a good sense
1: You'll create some wealth Moving forward
0: Yeah but you know Some of the things As we think about On the Whiskey Hue Is you know What's going to happen To those companies That are in the market Right now um, How the uh, businesses Who you know During this time Or a little bit Before this time Have pretty much went out of business. So we wanna spend some time today talking about those companies, those failed startups who had pretty much rocket ships on their backs about a year ago and the cover of Fast Company, et cetera, et cetera. And today they're pretty much out of business and (laughs) spend some time on kind of where, uh, what we saw, uh, kind of their business models. And then also talk about some of the key insights that uh, were highlighted. You know, I immediately go to uh, two things uh brandless which was a rock star company um it had major investors uh, i think kevin hart was one a uh, number of celebrities all the major vc funds serena
1: williams all these cats yeah
0: and then you know as of a couple of weeks ago uh, i pretty much went out of business um so just you know we are going to spend some time talking about that one of the to give his uh insights anthony give some insights and we can just dig deep. Anthony shaking his head. You
2: didn't do, you do your research. Well, it's not the research. Uh, yeah. Well, it's he still the, drunk this. from the birthday party. For yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it, it's really it's really the D to C, uh market. Like it's um, you kind of you kind of when you when you pull back the curtain. You know, all right. Let, let's not say we pull back the curtain. You don't even have to pull back the curtain. There are certain aspects like the article you sent when you, when we talked about Casper. when yeah. We talking a couple weeks ago uh, when they put their S one out and you're just like, come on, man, like. What? What what were they considering themselves, a sleep? A sleep company. Yeah, sleep. Uh, yeah, sleep technology, sleep something technology, like that. All that nonsense. They Had a great marketer, a great yeah, brand yeah. I think they had a I great th- Clyde in house. <laughs> you should tell I them this. Yeah, I think I think all <laughs> of them bought have, it for a while. I think they do great when it comes to marketing. These guys can they'll, they'll sell water to a whale. When well, she hits a fan, though, but, but they can't sell a lot of water to whales. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> like, you know that's what you it, do? Let's, what go, let's go macro level then, yeah. right? Okay. And, uh, perfect point. What you were saying. So there are things that we buy once or once in a while. And then there's things we buy regularly, right? And then there are low consideration items like you know we already have a, you know we already have that in trust in Amazon type of thing. We don't really care too much about brands generally. Like so, if you're at Costco, you're gonna buy a Crest you might pay a premium to buy the crest version versus the Kirkland brand. Just cause you know what? I don't want to have the pain point of seeing if I like it better. Right. Right. So these DTC well, companies direct to consumer, they think they're solving this problem of, Hey, subscribe and forget about it. But the problem is we got to manage that subscription. Yep. Right. And it takes energy. And you know, we want less, less pain points in our life. And I can often find deals on what I want when I want them. So I don't know how much, how this solves a big issue for us. So growing up, our parents acted as agents, right? No milk in the fridge. Junior needs milk. I'm gonna go get that. Uh, no toothpaste. I'll buy some soon. Now we have digital agents: Alexa, Google, Siri, right? So when we truly get to 5G-enabled everything, uh, fridge knows when the milk is low. Alexa orders it for me. Boom, right? Now that's that's what, all this stuff's gonna happen for us when we get there. That's what we need. We already have those established relationships with Amazon, Google, Apple. So why do we need these other companies? Well kind of the position was centered around like hmm. it
0: all started off with Warby Parker. Let's just start there. Right? The, studs. the studs. The studs. They created the ultimate model of, you know, take a commodity product where a lot of brand recognition isn't, you know, people don't care. You have glasses, right? As long as you can see out of them and you get your prescription, you're good to go. But a lot of companies just say I want to be the Warby Parker of yep. X. And then now it's come to a place where, you know, people need to gain trust, as you mentioned. Um, you often think about from a marketing perspective uh, why people are always targeting 18 to 34 demographic is because that's where people form their habits around what brands that they buy and they Clyde purchase. Drop well, I did not know that. Yeah, that's it, okay. that's that's why it, earlier. it makes yeah. a lot of sense. No, that's the most valuable target and demo and, and and for that marketing. reason. Yeah, for that uh, reason, because good point. you think very about good you point. are college age to leaving college. You're forming your Bringing the heat. You know, That's mom true. and dad's got the milk for you the whole time. <laughs> but you know what? You're like, I'm a soy milk guy right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to
2: get silk. Hence the whole Nike, Adidas, they're locking in high schoolers and as they transition to the... Eight. Uh. Exactly, because you,
0: you buy do, you, you form
1: your habits for the rest of your life. As R. Kelly calls, calls that. Too old, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. I should have said that. do you think? <laughs> too soon. <laughs> 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 but, you know, that that kind... <laughs> I'm sorry, man, you know I got to do that. <laughs> got to do it, got to do it. <laughs>
0: but that kind of forms the kind of thinking around, all right, these D2C companies are focusing on these core audiences with these new types of products. And early on, it, it worked out well because, you know, these customers and early movers and early marketers, I mean, excuse me, early first movers were buying this stuff up, eating it. Convenience was a big factor. factor. Yeah. But as you're starting to broad out the audience and get more people who are interested in buying the products, you have to spend a little bit more money. So yeah. you get to a point where now your cost of acquisition is so high yeah. Where it customer doesn't, acquisition costs, right? Yeah, yep, customer yep. acquisition costs. Uh it doesn't make sense to acquire these customers because now you were originally had the the upside, not why all the VCs were excited was because um uh, you didn't have to pay for real estate. Yeah. You had a lower, you know, kind of uh cost operations cost. Right. And then now you can get these products into the homes faster, quicker. But now, as your marketing acquisition costs go up, people start to look at it and say, "It makes sense just to have a retail space. Yep. My cost is a lot lower.
1: Uh, I'm looking for the ex- Warby's doing that right now. Yep, I'm, I'm looking for the stat. Um, I sh- but why are you, you know, looking for? Can I mention one thing about Warby? Yeah, go ahead. Why they worked? So lens prescriptions they change, mm-hmm. and as do stylistic change, stylistic tastes. Right. So every year or two, there's a recurring revenue stream within a per, within a one person. You you acquire them once. Yep. Customer acquisition costs up front. It's a cheaper product. Uh, generally than the market, stylish, right? Yep. So they, they've got it. And they have a great customer service and marketing and then the lower overhead because of all the things you just mentioned. No, none of the retail spots earlier. It's a 10-year-old company, now. now they're changing yep. that model a bit, getting into contacts and all that. But that's one of the things. So ding, ding, ding. That's a winner, <laughs> right? But like, yep. if you look at other these companies, you don't need them. Casper, I need a mattress once every 10 years. I don't know how often, right? But they, they kill themselves Somewhere with their there. return. Uh, 100 days, sleepless nights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into that later. Uh, did you find what you're looking for?
0: Yeah, I think it was around uh, customer acquisition costs was I think in around the, I'll say the ten to fifteen thousand dollar range oh. is what it was costing to acquire certain customers because you think about wow uh <laughs> um how much they were spending how much audience they were trying to get in front of impressions but the
1: actual people who were actually purchasing acquiring that single customer. Was so oh. high up. Oh, so then the, that payoff, then that, then that model was. Who's that work for then? Even Warby wouldn't work. So there has to be something, something yeah, lower, for, right? Yeah, it was for certain. It was for certain so, DTC. Yeah.
2: But the, but for for the for the customer acquisition cost and, and going after eighteen thirty four, get them when they're impressionable. It, roughly. That's a long. That's a long play. If you can
0: last that long, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But, but why why yeah.
2: go for the long play? When you should go
0: for the immediate sales and generate revenue because you're VC backed. and The only thing you care about is the hockey stick growth. Look at this guy, and then eventually you sell it. Come on, tell me if yeah, I'm right no, or wrong. That's exactly. And then it. you sell it off to P and G like a Harry's. Yeah. Which you know they they pretty much are going out of business as well. And yeah. then <laughs> yep, uh, yep. and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. You got the big mom and dad that can take care of you again, like a P and G.
2: Yeah. So, but so here's here's the yeah, maybe I'm going too far down the road here, but. What's the new model then, right? If, I think they're it, figuring it out, right. So if if you know that spending that kind of money to acquire a customer and build that long term play, is not going to really play itself out? You're more than likely going to fail. Then why not focus on a different demo that will purchase
1: your product or a different product offering, That's right? So. so it's it's the product market fit, right? So yeah. if these so VCs what so it worked with Warby Parker. They're like, oh, everyone doing this, it's going to work. So we got to get behind them. So VCs, is a FOMO type of thing, right? Uh, you don't want to, mi- you fear missing out, so they'll jump behind. It's really only like Andreessen Horowitz and Sequoia who are smart, so they're going to buy these things at these lower valuations now. And what going will be around ten years from now? Right now, these cu- customer acquisition costs. It's a, an election year. Digital rent is all Google, Facebook ads. Right? Who's yeah. really winning in this? Google and Facebook, the tech companies. <laughs> right. All these other companies call themselves. So they're really tech enabled. They call themselves tech companies, but Google and Facebook are tech companies who are mm-hmm. killing it. If you have all the political ad that's going ad spend that's going to be coming into the play, all these ads going to be more expensive. Who knows with what's happening now with the cycle of what we're going through, uh, coronavirus, right? Which is how it's impacting the markets and everything, and a lot of ad spend is doing something down already. People are calling it layoffs have already begun as of Monday, so in some companies. So let's see. But millennials are kind of brand agnostic, aren't they? I yeah. mean, you, they form their habits. I thought a lot of that's what Brandless was going to work for that model, right? They just want something. They just want something that works for them. Yeah. And you find
0: that, you know, they have a, a, a great uh, social mission is a big piece of that as well. And yeah. people got behind it. But at the end of the day, you like you go back to your crest, you go back to your tie, you go back to your, you yeah. know, uh, 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 the soap that you like to use and et cetera. Big Mitchum's razor. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, so you get there and then that's why. These companies oftentimes have a hard time growing because the people who come in, they'll buy it once, it's convenient, or they put on auto-subscription, and then they're like, ah, do I really need this? Mm. Uh, Dollar Shave Club, you know, over time, and then they move on. And,
2: That's what I did. I'm, I I don't know if I'm, I'm not a millennial,
0: right? No? No? We, Kinda, I like to call it a zillennial. Zillennial, yeah.
2: right on the cusp. But, yeah, listen, I did that with Bevel. I've done that, um, you know, you like it's hot, it's cool, but then once you start realizing that they have a subscription model, you're like,
0: I ain't got time for this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, you go back to your, your like, behaviors that you've
2: yeah, And I'm like, I'm going to the CVS, I'm going into the Walgreens, I'm just going to buy my razors right there, grab it, keep moving.
1: Yeah, I mean, like with Stitch Fix, right? So all these things yeah. are coming into that model. We've talked about these companies off-brand. Off and what was the other one, Trunk Club? Trunk I think Club, Nordstrom yeah. acquired them a couple of years back for 350 mil. They just sold out of them. Sold it to Walmart for 150 million. Took a 200 million haircut Whew. in a couple of years. So these comp- larger companies, you know, they use these companies. We've talked about this. They bring, as kind of R and D arms at yep. what's working. Uh, the companies that are more nimble, they bring them in house, thinking they can provide these efficiencies. But some of these companies need to just stay at the 50 million to 100 million dollar revenue. Yeah, they don't need every. Not every company needs to be a billion dollar revenue company. you, you don't need that. Well, you're not right. going to get the financing and backing if you're not going to. Do that. We, you you, have, you do shouldn't that. take it. That's where a lot of these fall. Because yeah. guess who's getting paid at the end of the day? Venture bank, dudes are right? always going to get paid. They got their term <laughs> sheets. They're oh, always going to get paid. It's
2: like you got to understand your your your. I think it becomes like having a, a marketer like Clyde and say, "Listen, here's the thing. You're not going to grow this big. Yeah. Like you're you're targeting men, and they're not going to consistently buy clothes on a regular basis like yep. this. After a, after a certain point, I don't care how many boxes you send to me, like Stitch Fix or wherever these guys." We're not buying that many clothes.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that most companies start off with product market fit versus starting off with market product fit, right? identifying what your market is and then say, okay, I'm building a product to fit within this market. Oftentimes you get a product, you launch it, and they're like, okay, what's my market? And then you do all these models. And then eventually you're like, how can I expand that? All right. And then you try to expand it, but there's no true
1: market for your audience because you created the product first. I mean, so, and they're, you know, like... Which is the model nowadays. Yeah, and yeah, like Stitch Fix, right? Point. You know, you know, market went, goes up 1,200 points on a couple of days ago, and Stitch Fix announced earnings went down 40%, yeah. right? And, they're, and they were just the unfortunate ones that were one of the first ones of these companies releasing, so that it's going to happen to all of them, because like, guidance is going to be shitty for the rest of this year for a lot of companies. They've been profitable since inception, though. So they got to that $1 billion in revenue stream pretty quickly, Stitch Fix, I'm saying, they were going to get to two bill. They had to mar- shave some of that off as they guided down because the IBD was like a little a little bit off. Um, but maybe that company should have just stayed at a one billion revenue instead of trying to go to two or three bill because that, that's expensive to push that far. Um, that's why the VC money that they take up front they should be a little bit more selective in who they partner with because they don't want to do all that because that's expensive money.
0: It's hard to do when she, when you got you know you doing your your round, your Series A, Series B, and they're like you know. Um, I said series not Siri yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's hard to do when, you, when you're when you doing that round and you know somebody's waving 10 million dollars in front of you and you're like I get it. Uh, you know I don't, I don't really like your values it's, and your money is not my type of green it's, yeah. it's,
2: like, it's like the same argument they go with athletes like yo, you guys should be more responsible at 20 years old when you get this kind of yeah money.
1: <laughs> I mean well, a lot of these companies like Brandless, try to go head to head with Target Right yep. they launched in Minneapolis targets headquarters you know they hired some That's, of their merchandise execs bold. right no i mean right and then guess who was behind one of the major investors in them softbank bitches <laughs> <laughs> so google ventures and Cowboy ventures were in there for like 50 mil Ooh. early on then softbank oh you know 50 mil i just said right yeah 5x softbank comes in at 240 mil you know what we need to just grow this cuz they shouldn't have been selling they don't need to be that big yeah some of them some of these companies have a niche stay in your lane and they go. They try to get too big. Uh, All right, Levar Ball,
0: stay in your lane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, what was that? Outdoor Voices, a bunch of Yeah, teenagers. Outdoor
0: Voices is a prime example of that because-
1: um, I don't even remember Outdoor Voices.
0: <laughs> they tried to compete with Lululemon, yeah, Nike. Yeah, Lululemon, it was a young founder. She brought in uh, Mickey Drexler, a yep. couple other rock star okay. retailers, and kind of just butt heads with her. Um, and eventually, you know- she lost out. She just said, you know what, peace, I'm out of here. Yeah. And
1: then the company is pretty much going away. Because these they're opening in sexy areas like, you know, L.A., New York, Chicago, Nashville. They have some things. This rent is too much for them to absorb if they're not selling the product mm-hmm. on a on a decent clip. So Robin Hood, Peloton. I'm curious. Peloton's a DDC. Yeah. Tesla's DTC, it was.
2: Well, I, I think I think where Peloton makes out well is their their reoccurring
1: subscription, right? And now I'm not saying they're they're
2: not making The two thousand dollars per you know every month
1: you know for their yeah. bikes. Soul cycles in the game now. Soul cycles—they're launching a DDC play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it just see, came out, and they also have retail. They could put it in any one of their things. What they should have been—I think they came out with the exact same business model as Peloton: twenty-five hundred bucks up front and then forty dollars subscription fee. Yeah, 30, 40, well, it, 40, it, so. it depends. It varies. It varies on if you're a member of Equinox.
0: Okay, so they're trying to take it from their perspective. Yeah. Pel- they, Peloton's they have a, deal is this. This no, is
1: Peloton's deal. Um, Soul cycle. Cause they're owned by the same company. Equinox. But the SoulCycle, what they should have done is say, "Hey, you get a couple classes for free in house." They didn't do that though. What they should have been as a differential offering is Peloton's already got twenty five hundred forty dollars a month. SoulCycle's giving you exact same deal. Why not come out with some added incentive and saying, "Hey, with that forty recurring revenue stream that we're getting from you, you get to go in and take in house classes." There are a lot of celebrity. Uh, in, in, instructors like right? trainers yeah, that people yeah. love them so that's what i'm saying that that's what i think we were saying the same thing yeah okay okay no
0: that makes total sense and then the icing on the cake for that is that um you get free subscription if you're a member of equinox okay so you're talking okay. about all these thousands and hundreds of thousands of members across yeah. the across the country so you building that immediately you got people who get you buy a bike and you get free free uh subscription so yeah. you know so that's that's kind of why you know, you look at Peloton and say, how long are they going to be around? Are they going to be like the rest of these companies? Gone um, today. Because... Here today,
1: gone today. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> because yeah.
0: they may be acquired soon. I, I, I have them on a takeout list. You know, I'm making the call probably in the next two to three years. Okay. They'll Easy. probably be, be taken out. Yeah, you know, one How of many rich guys do we know
1: that have Pelotons that they sit there and they just hang their clothes on them now? Oh, man, that's a common thing. That's what I'm saying. I mean, okay, you're, you're the I'm, rich right guy now. that uses it still, but like <laughs> no, I'm saying.
0: But
2: but that's that's to our one of our previous, and that's, I think we're going to have to read We do that uh, new episode of talking about these kind of at home gym, the at home gym world, right? Yeah. Like, there's a point where it becomes like, how much do you really, how often are you going to really use these products when you're at home? Some people are very disciplined and will do it on a daily, weekly, you know, multiple times a week. But then most people are going to go, all right, this is cool. They need the camaraderie of the gym Mm -hmm. that sets them up. And, you know, like, there's the other ones like we talked about before,
0: uh, the other devices and other products. But either way, so you know, thinking about those companies that are hot, are hot, hot topics on the list that mostly recently um, came, came out and identified as you know they're not going to last. Brandless is one. Uh, Harry's pretty much is on on the on the fence. Outdoor Voices, Casper, you know, there's there's a long list. You have any other? I'm say Robin Hood, man. Robin Hood. Really? Because they so. Here's the thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was
1: just going to say, yeah, because their their products <laughs> isn't working. So they got, a, they got a minority founder, too. I didn't know this got dug deeper just yesterday, okay. last night. I'm like, oh, they got a minority founder. This, Damn it, okay. I'm shitting on them. So one Bulgarian dude and one like South Asian dude, right? So I didn't know that. But Robin Hood, he's a BBP. But Robin Hood, they made sense a year or two ago. Right when there was no, it was seamless, no transaction costs, right? No cost to do any transactions on the on the platform. And for a young person getting in, just getting their feet wet and investing, that's cool. I'm not gonna mess with Hood, I might get it for my eight year old. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I mean, it's good. There's a lot of people like that in 20s, 30s, 40s, even using. Robinhood. Well, yeah. I'm saying there are better platforms now. Now the E Trade, all these brokerage houses are. they all competing on commission the free Yep, they're all competing why? on it. Why? Why do you need Robinhood? So here's the thing: Robinhood might get taken out because they have a good app customer base. So someone might acquire them for that. But other than that, because their their model's not really working, they could bring them in house, some larger company, and get the efficiencies of the in house company. But Robinhood, where they, I mean, they're not offering. They failed what three, four times in the last week yeah. and a half. Right, yeah. so that's not that's not I good, mean, man. You can't have a product that doesn't work. <laughs> that's not good. I've but been the, in that world before. The valuation that's been the valuation that's been te- teetered around like probably internally these conversations they've been having for like last year and a half. If, if they've been having them to acquire them, I bet that number's way lower now because yeah. there's, you know because there's no they
2: might get a, they might get an uptick
1: because the market's like gone to shit and no, people want to no. jump into the market. And they it's, see, but that it's gone to shit, shit for everybody. So yeah, what on. do they have? So there's no advantage they have besides that customer base. They want to buy that. That's all. Some yeah. large company, in my opinion.
2: Well, I don't know. But you know, who else is on the I want to see from the clothing side of the world, you know, from the streetwear side, the streetwear brands like the Supremes of the world, yeah. how they how they plan pan out in this market downturn. Um, as well as um the exchange platform like StockX.
1: And oh, those yeah. guys,
2: how they how they how they play out when there's no free cash to buy 300 bid on Jordan
0: Jordan 8s for $5,000. <laughs> like, well, uh, you know, I I would take a step back and say they have a niche audience. Yeah. They have if you're not trying to reach everyone, I think you can survive those but type they, of scenarios. They, But
2: don't you think their their platform has in my opinion has grown tremendously? I don't know how much well, yeah. because of the f- extra cash flow yeah. that's on the marketplace and at, even though it's a niche Who's that? Who's that market? Where are they getting that cash from? And a lot of them are young, <laughs> young yeah. kids who are getting that money from their parents to bid five hundred, six hundred dollars on hundred dollars sneakers. Yeah, they have so,
0: disposable income. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I would
2: like to see how that plays out over the next year.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll keep an eye on that, and I and I will add in one uh, failure that I forgot to mention on my list, which is Zoom.
1: The, Ooh, uh, the pizza company, the, pizza the robot company. pizza company. Robot oh, zoom. I'll oh,
2: think, think about C-U-M-E. Zoom. C U M E. yeah, yeah. Okay, you got, yeah, yeah. you got. Yeah. I
1: was like Zoom, Zoom, Z O O. No, no I was like, that one's saving everyone's uh, <laughs> job. business. It was no. kind of a retail play with a DTC at delivery, right? Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. 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 So that's one that you know I wanted to make sure was positioned out there
1: because that is uh, SoftBank backed. I pretty much we can just go down the SoftBank list and we have our companies. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, SoftBank. So we'll talk about this in another episode. If you got into SoftBank, SoftBank stock right now, you actually. I mean, if you if you're an investor there, you could actually kill it because mm. the value is a lot lower. We'll talk about that some other time.
0: All right, all right, yeah. all right. So yeah, so this is you know our time and talking about companies that you know are having a rough time. Uh, the markets are having a rough time, so we're just gonna keep an eye on it and and look for you know those opportunities to explode and you know thinking about that. And you know What's next We want to take some time And, and look at You know Some of the uh, What we call BBPs um, Black, black and, and brown people Black and brown people There you go <laughs> I texted that the other day I was like Who the
2: hell is BBP <laughs> You don't know <laughs> dude down the street <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah So who's killing it uh, Spend some time Go around that From this perspective Of startups Tech world um, Who's really changing the game And you know Give some props To, to those BBPs That you know we, We're keeping an eye on Give us some big ones. Some big ones. Ooh, you're going to put me on the spot. That's right. You want to break up the topic. Yes, you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're thinking about direct-to-consumer. One that I would add, and it's an, it's one that's actually perfectly timed for me, is uh, Jessica Alba.
1: I was going to say the Honest Company. Uh, yeah, with Got the cute. Honest Company. <laughs> um, it's one of your peeps, man, Anthony. <laughs> so she's actually killing it, like killing the game, killing it, man. Um, no s- need to act anymore. Thank God. No, I'm, just kidding, I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, like uh, I like Je- I like Jessica Elba, I like her a lot. A- Athul.com
0: <laughs> I like her a lot. Oh uh, yeah, hate no, but but uh, but no, she's killing. That's kind of my BBP that you know I want to highlight because you know everything that. You think about like a brand and a brand extension. She started off with one product and then it just evolved. I mean, mm. you talk about brand extensions from everything around the, the baby and the baby in the home. And, you know, someone with the three kids, you know, can't stop, won't stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn, <Puff. laughs> uh, yeah. Thinking about that, it, it's a perfect uh, BBP for me. One that I want to highlight. The Honest Company and
1: Jessica Alba. How Although, amazing is she, right? With $15 million influencer, like an install base on Instagram, she can promote her products to anybody. That's Good for yeah, her. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, good for them. <laughs> Love that. And the valuation is just
0: crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, whenever she decides to cash out or take on investors,
1: she will be well taken care of. I think she's, yeah, she's going to get acquired at some point. I'll, I'll give you one that's good for you, too, Clyde. All right. Given good. your current situation, Wayfair. Ooh, That's a BBP founder, co-founder. Okay. Really? Really? Yeah. Cool. Um, and he's worth like two two point four bill. Uh, it's a direct to consumer everything in the home, home furnishings, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah think about it. So like uh, that's a big one. So yeah, Anthony. So what what's your uh,
0: what's your BVP? Calendly, the calendar. Oh, schedule, I, I love oh, their BBPs? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's so black. smart. Yeah,
1: yeah. They, he's killing it right now. Who's yeah. that? Anthony.com? Who's that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had no I idea. He's sitting here with us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who's got, I
2: I don't don't shoot me for trying to pronounce this guy's name, Uh-oh. but uh it's like Tope Awatanda. Okay. Okay. Nah, that sounds kinda good. Let I me mean, say it with confidence. Tope dude, don't oh, wait. Okay, slow hard. down, slow <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my apologies for for uh, messing up the name, but yeah, Calendly seems like one of those grown mark grown products that's going to get acquired by some platform
0: like Microsoft, <laughs> like just to in, yeah. in, in, integrate into their whole platform. Makes perfect sense, and it's and it's one of those tools that's so needed. I mean, how many times have you had meetings or interviews or whatever, and they oh, like, oh yeah. What time are you available? <laughs> no, I'm available these times. Oh, that time is booked. Yeah. So, you know, just send me a link and be like, all right, we're all good to go. And yeah, yeah, So It's it easy was to genius. set up.
1: Simple. So some of our companies that were we mentioned in the last segment were kind of fails, but they're actually, the, the founders are going to make out with a ton of money, right? Because they were in early and they mm-hmm. got equity stake. The add-on investors won't. So I'm going to say, Casper, I didn't know. BBP co-founder. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. That's Zenefits, Rubrik. That's why I didn't want to match it, mention it, though. Yeah, so Zenefits, Rubrik. All these cats are like, you know, I didn't, Bonobos. Bonobos. Bonobos, yeah. Yeah, so he's yeah. a half B. Yeah, I, he's a half fu- B. Funny story. Which like B, though? <laughs> <laughs> half Irish, half South Asian, I think. Oh, there you go. One know. of the founders. You know, claim it. <laughs> yeah, one of the founders. Andy, Andy Dunn. You can't tell by the name, but that's, that's him. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just saying, I, I met those guys
0: back in oh. 2007. Okay. Um, long founders? time ago. Yeah, the, one of the founders I think it was Andy. Um we I was at the Summit Series uh, event that they have. These young guys create this uh conference where you bring all the tech um up and comers and this is back in two thousand seven and he was like, We're launching these pants, you know, we got yeah. Michael Strahan as one of the uh Oh really? Yeah, he was an early on person oh, who was Jay. a kind of an advocate and you know, it was built around your legs being a little bit bigger and creating it. So, you know, it's amazing to see how Great they've done Since that time But you know It's in Walmart's hands now So who think knows Walmart's trying going to Divest out of them
1: I think yeah, they're, they're trying to Sell them off Well
2: they didn't know What to do with it They, they, yeah. they keep on purchasing They actually have parks. storefronts
1: Now too What's up? Oh, Bonobos has I walked into one In Manhattan the other day, A couple of weeks back They had a store yeah. I'm like oh I yeah, didn't they know had, They've
2: been had the store I think that store Was there before Walmart Purchased it
1: Is that true? Okay Yeah All right. I and think it's, so It's I, nice this but is, This is uh, Look at this guy Bon, bon, how do you pronounce? Bonobos. It? Bonobos. You know what that means? It's like Stop a chimpanzee's it. ass or some shit like that. That's what it is. <laughs> I looked at him like what the hell? I heard him on something. He's like, oh, it's just, we just named it after a chimpanzee. I'm like, what the F O H? Fuck out of here! <laughs> right. nah, but yeah, so that's kind
0: of those BBPs that we're keeping our eye on. Um, you know, as we get ready to. Uh, dive deep and the market's getting crazy the funding is gonna the market's I, getting crazy what, I'll actually throw, is the market <laughs> is the market funding is the funding on the VC side gonna dry up is it gonna
1: expand are those companies who are killing it still gonna be able to get some some dollars like I'll tell you what's gonna happen so I think so that now you look at all these things as alternative investments that are risky as hell mm-hmm. so all that money it's not gonna dry up but people are gonna be very very skeptical, and they're going to stick to their core values, core investment values. So it's not going to be as easy to get money. A, B, I think what's going to happen, all the valuations are going to lower because a lot of these companies aren't going to be able to pay their rent. Yeah. That's just going to happen. So then they're going to have to dissolve some portion of their revenue stream, if not the entire thing. It's going to, they're going to take huge hits. So what is going to happen, but some of these, so Andreessen Horowitz or Sequoia, the studs of this space, they're going to come in and look at these term sheets and say, What do you, this is what you have. You're a company that's probably not going to be around for 10 years from now, FOH. And look at other companies that hey, this is a great business model. I see it doing X, and then with us involved, 10x, and then we can you know divest it off to somebody else. Sell, somebody else will acquire it. I think that's what's going to happen. So they're going to renegotiate with a lot of these, a lot of these companies that still have a chance. 10 years out, that's what's going to happen. Mm, okay, okay. So making the bets on the ones that's yeah. going to be around for a while.
0: So you know, I, I think this has been a great uh, a great view into you know our perspective. One thing I wanted to, uh, before we close out is what we're drinking on. We want to share it with our group. Um, so you know we've been drinking on uh, Uncle Nearest. Why? Um, oh, it's it's. Uh,
1: you brought this up. Yeah, Uncle mm.
0: Nearest. It's you know Black owned since we're talking about BBPS. BBPs. Um, <laughs> You know it's it's something that historically had a great great story. The guy who eventually uh, he he taught Jack Daniels. How to make whiskey, and you know it was, you know, it was like everything else. It was, it was, um, it was hitting in the history books. <laughs> Somebody discovered the recipe, created the company, done some great things around it. But we've been sipping on it. it has a real big bite. It's a luxury kind of whiskey. Um, it's a little bit on the higher end of your. Um whiskeys, but it's you know it's a premium and we've which, been sipping on it. what do you think?
2: Which is good, because clearly he kept some secrets away from Jack Dance. <laughs> <Yeah. it tastes laughs> <He a lot laughs> Jack, you don't know Jack.
0: I'm gonna keep this for years, right?
1: No, don't teach smooth. him oh, What price point <laughs> we at? What price point we at with So it's bottle? probably around 80, 85. Okay, like open um, level, okay. Yeah, yeah. Eighty five and it's it's, the intro, man. You you've been mentioning this
0: for a while. I'm glad we got on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm a fan and it has a bite. It's not smooth. It, you have a bite, you know, put some hair on your chest, Same. but What you expect from a a black man? (laughs) (laughs) The first part of the first part of BBP. Yeah, Yeah. but before we close out, uh, you know, what's the um, the shit we should know? Uh, Who want to go first?
2: Well, listen, my 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 shit. You should know is just being aware of what's the the times that we're in right now. You know, we we are dealing with something that's unknown. Right. So. I have a brother who who was in the army, so he said he said he's in crisis mode and, <laughs> and prepping the house. Yeah, <laughs> and we've we've got plans because our our we have a mother that's over seventy.
0: Oh wow! So yeah.
2: so we we got plans. So you know, take care of your families. Right. You know, wash your hands. And that's the shit you should know. Twenty seconds minimum. Yeah, not nasty, ABCs. filthy people. Get on in and watch disease. news. so get you know as, as opposed to paying attention to what's going on in the in the market, but you know take care of yourself and your family. And if you're not feeling good, stay the hell home.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, all all right. what you got, though? I'm gonna expand on that. I'm gonna go deep nerd. <laughs> all right, here you go. This is a health crisis versus a financial crisis right now. Right, it'll probably become a financial crisis eventually. Um, look, so I'm gonna compare markets as to okay. what we're in. So in 2018, institutional investors sold out of core positions December, to, December 2018. And that was a not optimistic sign back then because they're selling their core positions to get cash. Mm-hmm. Before last night, so I'm talking about all before Tuesday of this week, and then we'll expand on that. So currently investors were holding core long positions, but they're hedging more. They're hedging down per se and somewhat signaling the bottom hasn't been reached yet but still like their core position moving forward. So they're resetting their values, right? So this market's slightly different than December 2018 where people just got out. Yeah. Okay, so then the VIX is hanging out around, this is prior to Tuesday. Today in the morning, uh, uh, it's in the 50s. So that's bad. Okay, so and VIX is- For those is, of us who don't know, what does that mean? Uh, the volatility index, sorry. Okay. Yeah, so if if the market's doing some high crazy swings, like up and down, up and down, that's not good. You know that means it, it doesn't have a set value point, but there's opportunity there. So we'll talk about that some other time. But VIX was hanging out around the 40s earlier this week, which by all accounts is pretty elevated. Okay. Below 20 is normal. Like you know, 20 is high considered, but like you know, 12 to 20 is okay. Generally, that implies that there's been a move of three percent in the markets. First thing Anthony said when he walked in, seven percent swing down, right? <laughs> so right. if you look at the last few weeks, we've actually had four to five percent or more, and seven percent this morning, seven percent yet last night, uh, yesterday. So the VIX should be higher by technical terms. So we're not crazy, crazy batshit yet, but it's getting there because of what happened this morning. I want to revisit this. Um, given all the macro headlines, the VIX remaining at 40s-ish, it's kind of relatively calm considering you know around the future values, but I think it's going to hit the fan more as we move forward. We're not at the bottom yet, though. And then with the NBA, NCAA, Formula One, all that stuff coming out that you were mentioning, Um all, you know, that's that,
2: going to cause a scare. It's going to cause it's, it's, it's going to make the scare worse, and that's just the beginning, right? And we're just at the beginning stages of
1: it. I got a text somebody saying, "Hey, you know, some food distributors are shutting down. They can't bring in food to put into grocery stores, so like, wow. that's happening for two weeks. They cancel. So get some food while you can. Stock up." Uh, but that, that's where we're at right now.
2: And for all the extremely
1: organic people,
2: s- might want to start buying canned goods. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> One thing I will say though, when you come out of dips like this, is this is when wealth is created. Where you can hand off to the kids or whoever it is, or support families. This is when wealth is created. Just watch the markets. Start reaching for the mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one, when you come out of this, a couple years down the road, if you invest wisely now in the next year or so, a couple years down the road, you'll have done very well. All right,
0: all right. That's that's some great shit. I should know. Uh,
1: and then I'll close. Shit, you should know. <laughs> uh,
0: and then I'll close it out with the one that's you know not as. Uh, um, life saving as you guys have, but it's probably gonna change <laughs> change the way that Step we, it up, Clive. I mean, <laughs> we're trying to save lives. <laughs> trying to save lives. I'm trying to save dollars. <laughs> no, but uh one that is probably gonna change the way our lives work and it's all driven by Amazon. Amazon has started to um, sell their Amazon Go product that just walk out to other stores. So now explain what is yes. this
2: yes I saw that the other day. What is this happening? So you know
0: Amazon was launching their stores where you pretty much you tap your card when oh, you walk Amazon in. Amazon Go. Yeah, oh, Amazon got you. Go, yeah. I say gold. I'm like... <laughs> no, Amazon. Go. Go Geo. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, where people just go in, walk out, uh, grab whatever they want, and a credit card is charged without interacting with anyone. So now they're expanding that technology to launch in other stores and selling it as a service. Awesome. So this is going to be huge, yeah. not only from a... Um, uh, access and from information, so now they have more data points and more people access across different stores, but then also the way that people shop, interact, and work. So, shit you should know you should watch out for the Amazon Gold stores and their technology being launched in other, um, uh, non related Amazon stores. It's going to disrupt a lot. I'm liking it, man. Yeah, in retail yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, in airports everywhere, right? Yep, so that's absolutely. Be
0: great. Yep, so yep. I'll end there and, um, you know, we, we had a good show, and stay safe, and be, uh... What Sanitize
1: it, what? yourself.
2: <laughs> Sanitize <laughs> yourself.
1: <laughs> None of us read any books, apparently, this week. <laughs> <laughs> Can't always read, man. Can't <laughs> <laughs>